You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this sports episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with me, as always, don't press no buttons. We're, on the, don't, we're not in the entertainment section now. We're talking sports. No buttons. Wicked pisser. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm Cool Kyle. Rev Kev is with me. What's up, y'all? What's up? Uh, so today, we figured, seeing as how we're not going to be doing... We don't really want to talk about uh, Stanley Cup playoffs yet. I, I will just say this real quickly about the Stanley Cup playoffs, very quickly. Okay. I don't know what's going on with them, but the Panthers are on a fucking heater and a half right now. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Big heater. I mean, up 3 nothing against Toronto. At the, t- at the point of recording. By the time this, ep- this episode airs, this that series might be, be over. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll obviously kind of keep you updated with that some of that stuff later on. Also, I know you didn't watch it last night, but I watched the NHL draft lottery. I just want to know how the hell did the fucking Chicago Blackhawks, who managed to have Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane for years, and now their contracts have come to an end, and now have like twenty six million dollars available, able to win the draft lottery? To get Connor Bedard, who is supposed to be the best young prospect out there since Connor McDavid. I mean, a lot of people are pissed about it. Some people are calling fix because they don't want uh, the NHL doesn't want the Chicago Blackhawks to be a non-relevant team. Beside just from that, though, all the scandal they had with the whole Kyle Beach thing with the sexual assault thing, which is a whole other fucking can of worms to open. I didn't and, hear that. Basically, what happened was like this player Kyle Beach came out and was saying that like he was sexually assaulted or whatever by like a team like videographer or something back from when they won the cup in 2013, and that name got like erased or like chiseled off the Stanley Cup because it was on there, and there was a whole it was a big fiasco for a long time. Oh, wow. like worse than the Mitchell Miller thing with the Bruins. Ooh, and. Yeah, and the only repercussions that came from it were basically the Blackhawks got a slap on the wrist. But then there are other teams like the Coyotes who got caught with tampering by letting players like, um, what was it? They like practice. They they let them like practice earlier. They got they got like an early look at players and they weren't supposed to, and they got like a first round draft pick taken away. Oh. I don't understand it. I think there's an agenda because obviously the Chicago Blackhawks are a major market. They're an original six team, and it's better for the league if the Blackhawks are good. So even if they're shit for the next X, like five or six years, they're going to have Connor Bedard, so people are going to want to watch Connor Bedard. That's true. But as, like I said, people think it's just convenient that they had this long run. Now they have Taze and Kane's contracts off their books, so that opens up $26 million to go out and sign free agents in the offseason and do basically an accelerated rebuild, depending on if the right management does the right things. Yeah, that's true. But the, the draft picks, are, aren't are they're not predetermined, right? Like, they, they just get them by... It's a draft lottery, and they do the lottery multiple times, and they had a, bit, they had a good chance of winning. They were the second-best chance of getting the, the number one pick... The only team that was better than them were the Ducks, which a lot of people wanted to see Bedard go to the Ducks. It helps grow the game out in Southern California more, and they would have been a fun young team to watch with Trevor Zegers, Trevor Zegers and Connor Bedard in the same team. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that's That would have been sick. I'm not, you know, 
There are other places I would have liked to see him go. I mean, I guess I'd rather see him go to Chicago than Columbus because, I don't know, I just, Columbus, I mean, it's a big hockey market, but again, it's, I have to, I guess, somewhat be a hypocrite inside with the NHL and say, you know, Chicago is getting good players. And he's not in our division, so I don't have to fucking deal with that either. So Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, But he could pull a, full, a full-fledged Eric Lindros, for those of you who know NHL history. And back in 91, when Lindros was getting um, touted as the number one pick in the draft, before the draft lottery was even a thing, it was usually the worst team would get the first pick. Mm-hmm. So this is the reason why they do the lottery now is to prevent teams from tanking. So you can't lose a bunch of games to get the best player. Uh. So um, what happened was is that the Quebec Nordiques had the first pick. They said they were going to pick Eric Lindros, and Eric Lindros was like, that's fucking cute. I don't want to play for your team. I don't want to learn how to speak French. I'm not doing it. So they made a trade with the Philadelphia Flyers and shipped a bunch of players from Philadelphia, including Peter Forsberg, who they drafted, I believe, and shipped him over to Quebec. Obviously, Lindros goes to the Flyers and has a great career, short career because of the fact of all the injuries. A couple of years later, the Avalanche, uh, the, the uh, Nordiques become the Avalanche. They win the Stanley Cup, and the rest is history. Mm. Wow, that's a lot of history. It is. <laughs> There's actually a video from Steve Dangle. He does a video called The Trade Tree. Look up the trade tree and look up the Eric Lindros trade, and he goes through like the whole thing, like all the players that got traded and how everything falls. It's actually really it's it's Who made one out of, better in that. Probably the Avalanche. I mean, obviously, if, you know, Lindros did great for the Flyers, and the Flyers were a powerhouse in the late '90s, but they never won a Stanley Cup. Whereas, like I said, the first year that Quebec moved from Quebec to Colorado, they won the Stanley Cup in '96, and that team had Sackick, and they end up getting um, Patrick Waugh that year because the uh, the Canadians decided not to pull him when they were getting blown out by the Red Wings. And Wall said, I'm never going to play a game for the Canadians again. Mm. And he got shipped to Colorado. So you had a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Or no, at that time, he was a one-time Stanley Cup champion because he had won in 86. But yeah. Oh, okay. But look it up, definitely. I mean, it's good for both sides. But obviously, at the end of the day, the Avalanche won championships. So that kind of wins over Lindros's. Plus, Lindros had so many injuries in his career. But he was a force yeah. in the late 90s for sure. He was... He was a beast. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, switching gears. All right, Michael Cole, switching <laughs> gears. You, uh, we figured we would take a. Uh, um, I'm gonna take a sports quiz. Sports quiz because I don't normally fail too many th- 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 these things too many times. Well, so, yeah. this one is a general sports quiz, so it won't just be football or hockey. So, um, are you ready? And there's no time limit, so it can, at least as far as I know. Well, that's good, because last time there was a time limit, and then... <laughs> yeah. Of course so, I'm ready. Well, uh, and it, um, what's nice about this quiz is that I noticed that if I get a, like, if you give a wrong answer, it will let me know the right answer, so I can kind of give you the answer right away. All right, groovy. All right. So question number one. How many questions, by the way? I don't know. It does. They're not numbered. There's a decent amount, though. There's okay, a lot. that's fine. Just, just let's just fire through it. All right. And then we have fun stories to tell everybody later. So stay tuned for that. That's called a teaser. A teaser. Ooh. All right. So question number one. Led by Michael Jordan, the Bulls proved they were the most dominant NBA team in the '90s by winning how many championships? Six. That is correct. It would have been more if Michael Jordan decided not to take off two years. Joe tried to pursue his love of baseball. Yeah, they give you a little thing, a little excerpt, too. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan won his sixth championship in 1998, 1998 in a matchup against the Utah Jazz, yep. who the Bulls also beat the year prior in the finals. Sure did. 
The series went six games, with Jordan scoring the final point in Game 6 to seal the victory. Yeah, a little bit of a push-off by Jordan, and some people say that, uh, I think his name was Byron Russell or whatever, kind of slipped, and Jordan has that famous like last shot that he took. Oh, okay. At least as a member of the Bulls, because then he came back and he played for the Wizards, and that was a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, question number two. If you were betting on a Super Bowl winner, you'd probably bet on the Patriots. A team coached by who? That was that's an easy one. Um, do you want to know the options? No, I do not want to know the options. Um, I'm just going to say that we're on to Cincinnati. Coach Belichick, we're on to Cincinnati, and that is correct. I know. All right, question number three. You know what's great about him? Mm. <laughs> so before the Patriots got him, I believe in '99 or 2000, I think it was '99, he signed a one-day contract. He signed a contract to be the coach of the Jets because they needed a coach too. And one day went by and then he resigned and then signed with the Patriots. And ever since then, he fucking sticks it to the Jets anytime that he can. <laughs> He's done it. He's done it um, in like, they had like a Monday night game a couple years ago where he kept taking penalties consecutively to like fuck with everything. And you could see him laughing on the sidelines. Most notably this year, he traded with Pittsburgh to trade down so Pittsburgh could pick the player that the Jets were looking to get. Oh. Yeah. That's rough. I think Pittsburgh Jeez. took uh, offensive tackle Broderick Jones from, I think, Alabama. And the Jets were like a couple picks after what the Patriots were. But the Pats had swapped with the Steelers and moved down a couple moves. And the Steelers moved up and they took their guy. And Belichick's like, I'm fucking stick it to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, all right, next question. Venus Williams, a tennis star in her own right, is the sister of which all-time great? Serena. All right, yeah. He's probably going to be pretty easy. That is correct. I'm not going to I'm not going to count chickens. I'm not going to say that we're going to be entering the uh, highway and it's going to say Sweep City. I'm just saying a lot of these questions are very easy and I think you're going to almost 100%, I guarantee you. All right, I'll try to I'll try to play dumb. All right. Which NHL team from Boston do fans proudly root for each oh, season? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh God. That's, the Jets, uh, the Predators, uh, the Penguins, uh, or the Bruins? Oh, that's such a hard question. Fans from Boston, you said? Yeah, Boston. Because uh, the only thing I'm thinking of for a hockey team in Boston is the Boston Pride. Mm. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Bruins on this one, Bob. And you'd be correct, sir. That was pretty easy. That was pretty easy. I know you saw that question. You were just like, really, right now? Yeah. Some of these ones, I'm like, most of these are actually really easy. So you should get a queen sweep. We'll see. All right. The winner of the 27 World Series, the Yankees, are clearly the best at what they do. But which player launched them to national prominence when they traded for him in 1920? Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio or Mickey Mantle? Well, because you said trade, Bob, I'm going to have to go with um, uh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. That is correct. And then the curse of the great Bambino, the Sultan of Swat, the Titan of Terror, the Colossus of Clout. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. That is correct. Are you okay that I call you Bob? That's fine. Okay, Bob. I mean, if, if that's... Well, you know what it was is um, I watched Pluto TV last night, and yeah. I was watching The Joys of Painting with Bob Ross to fall asleep. 
Oh, okay. And it was like, we're just going to put some happy little clouds right here. Happy little clouds. Happy, happy little, little clouds. We're just going to dab little trees right there. <laughs> you know, and you don't have to, you know, you can just kind of do your own thing. It's cool. Like, you don't have to follow what I'm doing. Like, I'm a world-renowned painter, and you're just some schmo in your living room. But I really appreciate that you're taking the time to hang out with me and just building these happy little trees in this great little farm, this little cabin right here. Good Lord. Put out a little sun, little birds. <laughs> okay, Bob Ross. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so. Happy to be here, Bob. After 11 years without a major championship, Tiger Woods finally won which tournament? Oh, shit. The oh. Open Championship, the U.S. Open, the Masters, or the PGA? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I'm going to go... Honestly, it could be any of these. You said 11 years without one? Yeah. After 11 years without a major championship, Tiger Woods finally won which tournament? The Open Championship, U.S. Open, Masters Tournament, or PGA Championship? I'm going to say, it's going to be wrong, probably. I'm going to say the Masters. Final answer? Yeah. That is actually correct. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That is absolutely correct. I, I'm not sure of what the... Um... The progression was of his... No, 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 the timeline, because like... I could have so, said, like, he could have won the Masters, but the Open Championship may have come before the Masters, so I didn't know, like, what the timeline was. I know the Masters is played, like, earlier in the year, so. So it says, it's fitting that the first major champion tournament that Tiger Woods won in 1997 would be the same tournament that relaunched his career in 2019. That's exactly what the Masters did for this legendary golfer, giving him his fifth victory on those grounds and his 15th major. Do you know what state the Masters are held in, Kyle? State that the Masters are held in? Yes. <sighs> California? It, no. The answer is uh, Georgia, specifically Augusta, Georgia. That's why the Augusta National is where they play. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. All right. Lionel Messi is widely regarded as one of the greatest soccer players ever. Do you know what country this legend comes from? Argentina, baby. And that is correct. Just won the World Cup. Couldn't have been happier for him. He deserves it. I don't watch soccer too much, so I don't know. I don't know what this soccer you're talking about is. I know it is football, but that's football. fine. <laughs> I usually watch, if like the revolution for like the MLS or in the MLS Cup finals or the playoffs, I might keep an eye on it, but I'm not going to be like hardcore into it. Um, yeah. I obviously do watch Manchester United, but they have been on a terrible downturn for a long time. And they've been very shaky for a while. Um, who else do I watch? Uh, I obviously watch the World Cup when it's played every four years. Yeah. And then I also watch the Women's World Cup if that's played just to watch for Team USA. And then if like it's on in the Olympics, when the Summer Olympics come up and they have the uh, soccer on or football, I'll watch that too. Oh, okay. But yeah. I'm not actively going out of my way to watch, so... Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like you know, I don't, I'm not really active. I'll watch it if it's the, on. But the World Cup's fun because it's depending on what teams are playing. Like if it's teams that you don't necessarily care about, and I'm not saying that there's any disrespect to these teams, but let's just say like Poland's playing the Ivory Coast. It's just something nice to have on in the background. It's all that's true. It's 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 good uh, background stuff just to have. If you're like if you and I were hanging out right now, we had the TV on here, and just the soccer games on. You just kind of look up and you're just like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Like you don't. Like, you care, but you kind of don't. And obviously, yeah. the deeper the tournament gets, the more you kind of, you know, you kind of are watching, so. Yeah, like, I'll, I like having sports on, but I'm not into it like I am hockey or football, obviously. No, of course not. So, uh, all right, Auburn University 
plays the University of Alabama each football season. Iron which, Bowl. Oh, well, uh, not great that you know that. <laughs> All right. At the height of his boxing career, Muhammad Ali famously fought who in the Rumble in the Jungle? George Foreman, Sonny Liston, Joe Frazier, or Floyd Patterson? Who was the first one again? George Foreman. I think it's George Foreman. Because there's the Rumble in the Jungle, but then there's also one that's called the Thriller in Manila. <laughs> the names. I don't think it's I don't think it's Liston. And who are the other two? Patterson. Joe Frazier and Floyd Patterson. Floyd Patterson and Smoking Joe Frazier. No, I'm gonna go with the first one. I think it might be wrong. I'm gonna go with the first one. George Foreman, final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. Wow. It says Muhammad Ali was forced to miss over three years of his prime boxing career due to his refusal to enter into the Vietnam War. He wouldn't face George Foreman until after his return. When his skills had diminished at the age of 32, that, of course, didn't stop him from putting on an excellent bout. Okay. What are you doing? I'm being really disrespectful right now. Wow. Because of all the hits that he took, he has Parkinson's, so he can't stop shaking his hands because... Oh, jeez. Wow. Next question. Bill Russell. That's not anything to joke about, by the way. Parkinson's is very serious, and I'm sorry for making the joke that I did. <laughs> Luckily, nobody saw because I wasn't on. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's, it's all not right. okay. I don't want to be canceled. It's no, not okay. No Michael J. Fox has it, too, and Michael J. Fox is a treasure, just like Muhammad Ali. That is true. Uh, Bill Russell led which NBA team to 11 NBA championships? That would be, I don't know why they're getting all the local questions, but that would be the Celtics of Boston. That is correct. At which UFC event did Conor McGregor become the first UFC fighter to hold championships in two different weight divisions? There's no, if I get this right, it's by pure guess because I haven't watched the UFC in the longest time. Okay, so uh, 198. 205, 224, or 236? 224. 224, final answer. Yeah. I'm sorry, that isn't correct. Do you want to take another guess? 205. That is correct. That's what I was going to say first, and I decided to go 224. I thought it was too early. You know what? If it's any consolation, you don't watch the UFC that much, and I I wouldn't... I I know about it. I just... Like, they have a pay-per-view, it seems like, every other week or whatever, or every other month. So, And the only reason they're up to the number 205 is just because they just started to go in progression. When they first started, they went UFC, and they were at UFC 50, UFC 100, and they just keep going up with numbers. That's all they call it. They don't call it, like, you know, um, WrestleMania or, you know, the Rock and Rumble or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't expect you to get that one. That's That's okay not to get right. But I again, I would have got it right if I would have just went with my first guess. But I thought it was a little too early. I thought two hundred five was. It was between two hundred five and two twenty four. I was a fifty fifty, and I unfortunately. It's okay. Hey, you know what? You didn't get the queen sweep. I had to get off the exit of Sweep City, and now so, I'm just trying to drive around on the island of relevancy in the uh, in the in the lane of mediocrity. And watch all of the questions come up after this be able to be answered easily. <laughs> all right. The Pittsburgh Steelers won multiple championships in the 1970s behind their defensive line, known as the Steel Curtain, which was led by who? Mean Joe Green. 
Mean Joe Green. That is correct. Throwing, having the Coke and a Smile freaking commercial with the little kids like carrying a Coke and he switches with Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green, he gives the kid, he gives Mean Joe Green the Coke and then the kid's walking away and Mean Joe Green's like, hey kid. And he kid turns around and he throws like the jersey at him and the jersey falls on the kid and he's like, thanks Mean Joe. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> This one you're probably going to get because I've heard you talk about this before. Oh, boy. At the 1980 Winter Olympics, the United States defeated which team in a match known as the Miracle on Ice? It warms my heart. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. They beat the Soviet Union or the USSR or the Russians or whatever you want to call them. That is correct. Yes. However, like I've said before, everybody thinks that was the championship game. It wasn't. That was a semifinal game. They still had to beat Finland the next night to win the gold medal. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. I never. I don't even remember that that moment because I wasn't a hockey fan at that point. You weren't even alive yet. I wasn't even alive. I wasn't alive yet. Go watch Miracle. I told you. Go watch Miracle. It's on Disney Plus. Go watch it. Okay. It's a really good movie. All right. Makes me cry. I'll have to watch that. It's like every everybody cries at like Rudy or Brian's song. By the way, if you haven't seen Brian's song either, that's no. a really sad movie too. What's it about? It's about um, uh, Chicago Bear running backs, um, Brian Piccolo and Gale Sayers. Gale Sayers being a very well-known NFL running back uh, called the Kansas uh, Kansas City Comet or Kansas Comet because he was fast as shit. And Brian Piccolo was good in his own right, but Brian Piccolo eventually developed, I believe, cancer. And um, obviously they just kind of show their friendship and how he slowly eventually kind of withered away and died. And Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, and on that note, <laughs> after 86 years without a championship, the Red Sox finally defeated which team to win the World Series in 2004? Oh, no, I don't think I know this one, but I'm just going to go on a hinge and say the Cardinals of St. Louis, and they beat them in a sweep, and they had to rewrite the movie Fever Pitch because the Red Sox were down three games to none in that series to the Yankees, and they came back and won four straight and reverse swept the Yankees and were the first team in MLB history to ever do that. And then, obviously, Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore got to celebrate on the end of the the field at Busch Stadium in St. Louis. Pretty much everything you said there was in the excerpt. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. All right, this one you're going to get pretty easy, too. Danica Patrick helped establish a place for women in which industry? Hockey, racing, basketball, or golf? That would be NASCAR, which is also the uh, non-athletic sport centered around rednecks, or the National Association of Stock Car Auto Racing. (laughs) But she did start in F1 first, though. Uh, She started in Formula One, doing IndyCars. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. Oh, I don't know if you'll get this one. I mean, you, you might know tennis. Already a star in the tennis world, Roger Federer finally completed a career Grand Slam by winning which tournament in 2009? French Open, Australian Open, Wimbledon, or the U.S. Open? I'm going to say French. The French Open? Mm Mm-hmm. Final guess? Mm Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yeah, clay court. Yeah, that used to be Rafi Nadal's territory. Rafi Nadal won on the clay court for a long time. Oh, okay. So, so I gonna, did know it. You did know it. I, I thought that might stump you. No. All right. Dominated for most of the fight. How did Mike Tyson lose his second match against Evander Holyfield? Knockout, technical knockout, unima- unanimous decision, or disqualification? DQ, I think. That's when he bit off fucking Holyfield's ear. So you're saying DQ, final answer? Yeah. 
That is correct. He bit Hillary, he bit his ear. Yep, infamous ear biting moment, which he ripped off a part of Holyfield's left ear. Just a little just a little chunk right in the top. <laughs> All right. How far behind in the series were the Cleveland Cavaliers when they came back to win NBA championship in twenty sixteen? They were down three one. Three one to the Warriors. Three one. That is correct. Wow, you're getting a lot of these. All right, which golfer has the most major championships in the history of the sport? Jack Nicholas, Walter Hagen, Ben Hogan, or Gary Player? I think it's Nicholas. Jack Nicholas? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah, I thought I thought Arnold Palmer would be on there, but then when he wasn't, I was like it's got to be Nicholas. See, if they were smart, they would have put that to try to stump people. By the way, fun fact quickly about the last one with the Warriors. Mm. So the Warriors were up three games to one and had uh, the best regular season in NBA history. They went 73-9, and but they didn't win the championship. And then the Bruins had a three games to one lead, and they had the best regular season in NHL history, and they didn't win the championship. (laughs) Jeez. That is so brutal. But at least the Warriors made it to the finals. Like The Bruins got beat in the first round. Like, Christ. I know. What the fuck, man? All right. Recognized as the fastest man in the world, who holds the world record for the 100-meter dash? Usain Bolt from Jamaica, man. All right. I think there's a decent amount of questions. I'm going to rip through them. All right. The Los Angeles Rams returned to California after playing more than two decades in which city? St. Louis. Okay. No player dominated the NHL quite like Wayne Gretzky. Uh, that's debatable, but sure. Who earned? Who earned which nickname? The great one. Easy. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Habib Nurma. Oh, no, he's a UFC guy. Just keep going. I know you're talking about. Okay. Has been a dominant force in the UFC because of his mastery of which style of fighting? Striking, kickboxing, Muay Thai, or wrestling? Um, Habib is a... um... Of course, the fucking UFC questions are going to fucking trip me up, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Muay Thai. Sorry, that is incorrect. The correct answer was wrestling. That was going to be my next guess. All right. If you were looking for a reliable athlete in MLB, then you'd want Cal Ripken Jr., who played how many games game straight? Oh, shit. Oh. 1,988. No. 2,014. No. 2,632. 3,087. Oh, it's one of the two in the middle. It's, it's, uh, maybe, it, no, I'm trying to remember. He broke, he broke Garrick's record. Fuck. What are the two in the middle? 2,000 what? 2,014 and 2,632. I think it's the 2,632. Final guess? I think so, yeah. All right. That is correct. Yeah. They made a big to-do about it. They, like, like ESPN was all about it because he played, because he had, like, that's crazy. He played 2,000 games consecutively, never took a day off. That's crazy. That is nuts. That's nuts. I mean, if you think about that, that's got to be, like, what, six, seven years? That's longer than that. There's only 162 games in a baseball season. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So pretty much almost his entire career. Right. That's and nuts. then they had a whole thing where they had it at Camden Yards and they did the whole, they pulled the thing down because they were doing a countdown and he ran like the entire like outfield and was high-fiving everybody and everybody was like congratulating. There was like a good 10, 15 minute delay. Damn. That's pretty cool. Okay, we're at 30 minutes. We're doing good. All right. Um, Do you know which national team is lucky enough to have Cristiano Ronaldo? 
Portugal. That is correct. As long as it's not a UFC question, I'm fucking good, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, standing six feet, nine inches tall, Ervin Magic Johnson was an outlier at which position in the NBA during the 80s? Shooting guard, point guard. Point. I think he's a point guard. Power forward or center? Right. So you think it's a point guard? I think he was a point guard. Final answer? No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm trying to remember because he's played multiple positions. I know normally he's point guard. And the outlier parts, he was a center though too. Fuck, I'm just going to go point guard. All right. That is correct. Yeah, okay. Uh, known as the Intimidator. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Created a legacy on the track while driving which number? Trace. Three? Trace. All right. That is correct. Trace. Oh, got a Yukon question here. The Yukon women's basketball team had a winning streak of 111 games between 2014 and 2017. Which team ended this streak? Stanford. Stanford is not on here. Who was on there then? Penn State. Oh, maybe the uh, maybe the abbreviation USC. No, USC is the University of Southern California. Okay, Kansas or Mississippi State? It must be Mississippi State then. I'll go Mississippi State. That is correct. I thought it was Stanford. I know Stanford beat them one year uh, when they were on like a crazy like. Oh, you know what? They've had multiple like 80, 90 win like consecutive streaks, and I think Stanford <laughs> broke that one. Oh, okay. Um, how high in the 2018 NFL draft was Saquon Barkley taken before becoming the NFL rookie of the year? First pick, second pick, 29th pick, or 53rd? Saquon? Oh, yeah. shit. Was he a first round pick? I don't, th- I don't, was he a first overall pick that year? I don't think he was. What draft? What year was this? 2018. I don't think Saquon was picked first. What is it? One, two... One, two, 29 or 53rd? I think you. I'm going to. I feel like 29's too low because there was a lot of hype around him coming out of Penn State. It's either, but I don't think it's number one. I think he was the number one overall pick. I feel like it's two. I'm going to say two, but if it's 29, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to go two, though. Final guess? Yeah. That is correct. Okay. Um,. With their veteran quarterback, Eli Manning, on the downside of his career, the Giants were criticized for taking Saquon Barkley with the second pick instead of drafting a quarterback. However, the only bright side to the Giants' 2018 season was Saquon Barkley, who finished the year with 1,307 rushing yards. Fair enough. All right. Where did Patty Berg win her first LPGA Tour major championship? The U.S. Women's Open... The Women's PGA Championship, the Western Open, or a Title Holders Championship? The second one. I, I don't feel bad if I get this wrong. I'm the Women's sure. PGA? Yeah, sure, whatever. Sorry, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. What is it? Title Holders Championship. Yeah, my guess, my next guess would have been the Western one, so I wouldn't have felt bad. <laughs> I mean, that was one I guess. I, I, I don't watch the LPGA. I don't either. Um... By earning 18 Golden Glove Awards, Greg Maddox proved he was one of the best fielders in MLB at what position? Pitcher. Pitcher is correct. I think if I remember correctly, he pitched, I'm not even kidding you, he pitched a complete game and threw like less than 90 pitches. Mm. Dude was a beast. Part of that three-headed monster of, um, of the Braves in the 90s. Who the fuck was the other pitcher? It was, 
Oh, Glavin. Glavin, Smoltz, and Maddox. Those three were a fucking machine. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I I wouldn't know. Yeah. Never seen Ask, Next time you talk to your pop, when he's with us <laughs> yeah. and not uh, doped up, mm-hmm. say, yo, so Kev was telling me about uh, Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz being elite pitchers in the 90s for the Braves. He'd be like, oh, yeah, they were, oh, yeah. He'll probably, yeah, he'll know that. Oh, no. My dad knows everything about baseball. All right. After going 12-0, and 0, who did Ronda Rousey lose in her first MMA fight against? The Holly Holm, Amanda Nunez, Ale- Alexis Davis, or Kat Ziganow? Ziganow. Oh, shit. Ziganow. I think it's the second one. Amanda Nunez? I know they made a big deal about it. Oh, it could be Holly Holm, too. Shit. It's one of those two. I think it's... Um, I'm going to say the second one. Amanda Nunez? Yeah. Final guess? Yeah. Sorry, that is incorrect. It was Holly Holm. Motherfucker. Hey, you know, that's close. No, it's fine. I'm 0 for 3 on fucking UFC (laughs) questions and 0 for 1 on LPGA, but it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but you know what? At this point, you didn't get the queen sweep, so it's okay. Uh, Can you recall which NBA player finished his career as the all-time leading scorer? David Robinson, Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem. Kareem was up until this year when LeBron finally broke his record. And that is correct. Okay. How many times did Marvelous Marvin Hagler defend his middleweight championship in the 80s before finally losing to Sugar Ray Leonard? Five, six, nine, or 12? Six. Six. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. You wouldn't have known anyway, huh? It was 12. Oh, yeah, it was way off. Yeah. Coached by Vince Lombardi, which NFL team won the first ever Super Bowl? Edge the Green Bay Packers there, Bob. That is correct. And that. <laughs> Vince Lombardi with his famous line, he's standing there freezing his ass off on the cold, and he just goes, what the hell's going on out here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So, sir. We are done with the quiz. There was 35 questions. You got 30 out of 35. Yeah, the fucking UFC ones killed me. Yeah. And that LPGA one. I mean, the LPGA one got me, the boxing one got me, and then the three UFC questions got me. So I'm not that upset. And we're, you know, we're at 35 minutes. So, you know, we can talk 10 minutes we got for uh, Fenway. Yeah, go ahead. Lead the way. Oh, well, no, I mean, no, you go ahead, man. I do a lot of talking on this show. I think they. Wanted... I did a. I just did a lot of talking reading you the questions, man. I did a lot of talking on the other show because uh, I'm the one that read all the questions. Plus, I'm over here Snapchatting. So, oh Jesus! All right. Well, it was uh, last Tuesday. By by this time, it'll come out. It wasn't this previous Tuesday, but the Tuesday before. We uh, we went to Fenway Park. It was uh, me and uh, the Rev Kev. Went with our two dads. With the dads. With the dads. The legend and um, what's the name I'm going to give to my dad on this show? <laughs> um, because hmm. I don't want to do Rev's dad. That's just lame. <laughs> Rev's dad. Rev's mom. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what we'll do. This ready? He's going to hate this, but I don't care. With the legend and Freffrey. 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 All right, well, Freffery <laughs> it's funny. and the legend. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, oh boy. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, we went to uh, Fenway, though. It was a blast. We had an awesome time. Uh, they played Toronto. There's a lot of Blue Jays fans there. Respect to that. Yeah, they came in droves. They always do. Yeah, they always do. I think a lot. I, I'm wondering if well, I'm wondering if there was like a bus trip or something from Toronto down to Boston, and maybe they, they were just have. there. Maybe they were there for like the three or four game series they had. They must have. They yeah. swept them, so I know that. Yeah, yeah. And the game we went to, we saw four home runs. Four home runs hit by the Sox. Yep, they uh, had a nice lead, and then. I think it was in the fifth inning, decided to give up six runs, and we six were like, runs. what the hell is going on out here? Yeah. And then um, Red Sox got it back, eventually got a home run in the eighth inning off of, um, who hit the home run in the eighth? Oh, my God. Oh, Connor Wong. Wong, yep. Because I kept saying that he was hitting the Wong ball. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and each home run was accompanied with a light show. Oh, the light show. Which yeah, was, was fantastic. Cool. And then they won at the end, and- Got to see another light show and uh, did the Sweet Caroline thing. We had the wave that went around the stadium like two or three times. Pretty decent for the most part. Yeah. Um, dined upon some sausage dogs, well, sausage and peppers. Yeah. Some peanuts and a soda. Yeah. And I pretty much, I had a uh, pulled pork. And everything else that I said minus the peanuts. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Had a couple beers. Yeah. We hung out down at the uh, bull, the bullpen bar. You bought some new merch. I bought some new merch. We got free T-shirts, which, by the way, um, Amanda said she loved her T-shirt. Oh, good. She's like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. It's Pedro Martinez. I love Pedro. I said, well, you know. <laughs> I gave mine to, to Chef. Oh, there you go. I, I, there's no way I can fit in an extra no, large. And she was just like, hey, cool, thanks. Just a shirt to have. <laughs> I can't be. I can't ask the random guy handing out shirts being like, do you have a quadruple extra large for my fat ass? <laughs> no, I think they I think they just mass produced XLs. I think they were just XLs for everybody. Yeah. They're like everybody's normal size. I'm like, here I am waddling over there like, I want a free t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've listen here, I've got a sourdough bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but I took it, I was like, you know what? Hey, I'm not gonna turn down a free t shirt. My wife can fit in an extra large. I'm gonna give her that. Free is for me. Yeah, exactly. So and it was, you know, the the weather was great. I mean, it, it rained it, all it, day up until the yeah, game. Yeah, up but... until the game, and then the sun came out for a little bit before it, I'm sorry, before it got to dusk and then dark, and it was nice. It was pretty quiet and calm. and Yeah, just had to throw on a sweater. and Yeah, I'm glad that I did buy that jacket, because if I didn't have that jacket, I'd have been freezing my nips off. Oh, I, well, yeah, it was cold. What would you say? It was in the 50s, maybe like low 60s? No, no, it was in the it was in the 50s. It was like, like 55, it was I like think? low to mid 50s, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. And obviously the the walk we had wasn't too too bad because no. we have the same spot we park at every time. I would tell you, but it's a secret disclo- undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah, because then if I tell you, you'll go and you'll park there, then I won't be able to park there. Exactly. Which sometimes we get there and it is full, anyways. But yeah, but it's not too too bad. It all depends on when you get there. I am hoping. So I went in the end of April. I went in May. I'm hoping that I'm going to be invited to go for Father's Day in June. Nice. Which. We'll see, which is also the weekend of my mom's wedding. So much to the begrudgment of my family that says, you got to stop asking for days off. I already put in for it. So I don't, what's whatever. <laughs> well, cause I'm like, I'm going to be going to the wedding anyway on Saturday. And then I'd rather, I was, I wanted to rest anyway, Sunday, but then I just, I looked and I was like, oh, it's father's day. And then I was like, well, the dad's got the Red Sox Yankee tickets on father's day. So I'd like to think that as a dad and as his son, that I would automatically get a free pass to go. I'm not counting chickens, but I'd like chickens. to think that I'm a shoe in. 
Yeah, yeah. On Father's Day? Yeah, so, I would say so. And then I'm off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that week, so. Nice. So I don't know who else he's planning on bringing. I don't know if he's going to bring like his my, my stepmom, his wife, or somebody else, or just maybe have another dad-son outing because it's Father's Day. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure, I mean, the tickets are going to be more expensive, but. It's hard to beat Red Sox Yankees. It's so it's Red Sox Yankees, especially yeah. with those seats. Yeah, fifteen what fifteen sixteen rows off the field. You got a nice covering that's right over the top of you. Yeah, that, so, I mean, really good seats. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey, you know, if your dad can't find anybody, I'm sure. My... I, I know. I told him that. I said, listen, if you ever need, you know, obviously it's a month out, but though he be... might still be, my dad might still be recovering from his surgery. We'll see. Well, I don't know how long. Well, I mean, you can tag along as my my plus one if I need you to, or I can. All right. I mean, maybe I'll have Amanda go this time. We'll see. Well, if it's Father's Day, I try. I want to try to spend it with him. You know. So. Well, the game's not till later at night, so the game's it's a, it's a seven. It's the ESPN Sunday night game, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can see. You know, yet again, it's it's all hypothetical. We'll see. Right. If I mean, your dad says that, you know, asks if we want to go, yeah. you know, obviously I would go. You know, I would have my dad come with me. You know. Mm-hmm. But if not, no biggie. We'll figure it. Yeah, I'm hoping to try to get to at least one Red Sox game every every month. <laughs> so I already, like I said, I went in April and May. I'm hoping to go in June. Yeah, I'll have to find a game in July, and then August we might be able to go in July because I know. So I, they gave me my vacation for the Cape because my family's going for a week. But the way it's working is, is that I think there's a couple days in the, the beginning of the week that I asked for. Like I think it's like a Monday or Tuesday. It's like from the 10th to the 17th. Oh. Um. So I think there might be a day during that point where I'll, I do want to take um, Chef to a baseball game at some point. So I might do that. You know? I also need to talk to the group because I'm very interested, too, in trying to get tickets for one of the suites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get a bunch of us to go because my goal is this year to try to get to Eddie to a Red Sox game again. Yeah, and if he can be in a suite where he can kind of do his own thing and security doesn't really give a shit because you're in your own suite, mm-hmm. he might he might go. I he think he, yeah, I mean, especially if we're all there, and I already told him, I'm like, no one's going to mess with you. I got you. You'll be good. Yeah, you're in your own suite. You're in your own element. You got your own bathroom you can use. You're straight. You're good. Yeah. Don't um, give up. Don't give up on the socks, man. Come on now. Yeah. I'm now a- that I've now that I've been a turncoat and I've turned, yeah, okay, for those of you who don't know, I was once upon a time a Yankees fan, <laughs> and now I've made the ultimate Cardinal sin, and I'm a Red Sox fan, and I have a current friend, Steffi. Yep, gonna call her Steffi because she doesn't fucking like that. Who keeps saying, I don't care what you say about the Bruins and the Patriots, but you're a fucking traitor. And I said, Yeah, well, get over it, Steffi. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm uh... not the Golden Knights fan like you are. Ooh, deep burn. Ouch. She hates the Golden Knights because she has a friend that's a Knights fan and he's rubbing it in her face that he was like, Oh, yeah, the Bruins are just gonna blow it anyway. And then they fucking did and she's <laughs> mad about it. So I don't blame her. I would be mad. I'm mad too. Freaking Bruins, man. I got over it because I'm just used to heartache and disappointment when it comes to the black and gold. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just focusing a little bit of my attention and time on the on some of the Stanley Cup playoffs and then some of it on the Red Sox and the rest of it I'm just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be the same thing next year when the Bruins start playing and, you know, hopefully they'll play decent next year and make a spot. And I I don't I want them to play decent. I don't want them to play elite because I want no, <laughs> yeah. I want them to go under the radar and I want people to doubt them, and I want them to have a huge fucking chip on their shoulder. Yeah, because so. that's what seems to get people. Because think about it. Right. Like you said, the Panthers were the, were President's Trophy winners last year, and they didn't even make it in. They made, it to, they made it to the second round. They made it to the second round. Yeah. And then this year, they just barely squeaked by with a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, 
It, what was that? Oh, is that Andrew? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But yeah, like they 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 have a chip on their shoulder now, and they freaking you know beat the Bruins in seven, and now they're freaking almost ready to sweep Toronto. It's like, jeez. I'll be waiting for either uh, Jersey or Carolina. Yeah, so. I mean, if they're playing the way they're playing, it, it's looking like that. The league's not happy about this. <laughs> the league <laughs> yeah. is not happy. Toronto's like, you son of a bitch! You made it out of the first round. You can't even make it out of the second. That was their goal. That people are saying Toronto's going to be a better team next year now because they got out of the first round. So the monkey's off their back. Yeah. So now it's not. Oh, you couldn't win a playoff series. Now they've done it. Yeah. But now the question is, are they going to be able to keep pieces? And the same issue happens with the Bruins too. But. Yeah, overall, though, last week was fun. I was definitely excited for the Red Sox game, and getting to see one home run's fun, but getting to see four is even better. True. So, and we had a blast, like I said. It's always fun going with, you know, just going to the game and... Hanging out with the boys. Also, uh, this will be out beforehand, and we'll be talking about it next week. NFL schedule comes out Thursday. Well, at this point, it'll have already have come out. Yeah. So we'll have to talk about the Pats and how we think the year is going to go, and... So that'll be ahead for next week. So that'll be fun. Nice. But that being said, we're going to uh, put a, a nice little bow and wrap this show up. So we are the Wiki Case Podcast. Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts as well as YouTube, Saturday Sports Show, Sunday Entertainment, Sunday Fun Day, I guess we could call it. Sunday Fun Day. And um, not that it hasn't been used before. All <laughs> shows come out at noon on all the platforms and on YouTube. Uh, well, eventually, at some point, if we have the time and, and uh, resources, uh, like to put a camera in so you can see us recording and just see us sitting here being a bunch of slobs. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, 774-764-9074. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding on the hotline. 774-764-9074. Um, I know I have some people that do want to be on the show and they want to talk sports, particularly Steffi. Okay. And she also said she would be down for uh, playing any of the games we have, too. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Like maybe the best friend game might work. or um, That's true. Yeah, that, that the best friend game would probably be the best. Just because you can just ask the question. They can just write it down and just tell us and hope that they're not cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on the honor system here, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, email thewickedks at gmail.com. That's thewickedks at gmail.com. Website, www.thewickedks.com. Socials, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter, the Twitter, at the Wicked KS, and of course, patreon.com forward slash the Wicked KS. $3 a month. We've got uh, Kyle Eaton or potentially waiting to eat an 18 inch corn dog with a photo. We've got a f- couple photos of us up at Fenway Park. We've got uh, Kyle going to be struggling with the one chip challenge that he tried. I have a video of me that I'll send to him of me struggling with the one chip challenge that I did it. And there'll be a bunch of other goofy shit, and Kyle's got other stuff. Maybe he could send us clips as um, like pre-show stuff that we do. We're just kind of goofing off while we're checking the mic levels and saying all kinds of stupid zany shit. Just make sure to, to screen it first. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be. You don't want to hear someone drop a, something that maybe would be suggestively wrong, and then we get in trouble because we said you know a bad word. I mean, we say bad words all the time, but no. But I'm talking about like like slurs, certain or bad words, slurs. Yeah. Hey, listen, that, we try to be wholesome. Not that we use the slurs freely, but, you know, just when we're goofing off sometimes in our own little element when it's just the two of us, we don't do it on purpose, I swear. <laughs> it just it just pops out. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we don't, 
Never mind. I'm not even going to get into the rest of it. I'm not trying right. to justify anything. It's fine. Yeah. You won't hear it because he's going to screen it before we post it. Yeah. That being said, before I dig ourselves into a, dig us into a bigger hole that we have to get ourselves out of, we're going to roll because it's almost time for lunch and we're both very hungry boys. And until next time, peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser. <laughs>